Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. On this terrific Tuesday and every other day, I'm Harold Herring. That's my fine wife, Beth. Every day. Every day. On today's call, we're going to discuss your harvest is guaranteed. Mm. If you've ever wondered about your harvest, if you ever wondered why you haven't reaped a harvest from a seed previously sown, or if you've become weary in well-doing, if you ever doubted that God wanted to bless you and honor your seed, if you've ever said or thought, I've sowed and sowed, the only thing I have reaped is more death. I've tithed all my life, and yet it seems that nothing is happening. Or maybe it seems to be working for everybody else but me. You need to know the greatest weapon in the enemy's arsenal of lies and deception is doubt. His primary focus in life is to get you to doubt God and His Word. There is no saying, doubt and do without. Doubt is an enemy of every possible God. Well, doubt is an enemy of every possible promise that God made to you. That's right. Doubt will steal your joy, kill your hope, while destroying your dreams. Mm -hmm. I doubt I can and what I've asked to do. Did you hear that? I doubt I can do what I've been asked to do. If well, you believe it. You're right. That's it. You won't do it. Doubt will also make you sick. Seasick. <laughs> James 1 6, classic amplified. Only it must be the faith that he asked, but no wavering, no hesitating, no doubting. For the one who wavers, hesitates, doubts, is like the billowing surge out at sea. It is blown hither and thither and tossed by the wind. Doubt is the devil's anointing. He's the one who feeds doubt into our mental thought processes. Doubt makes the possible impossible. However, faith makes the impossible possible. Think on that. Matthew 21, 21, 22. 21 verses 21, 22. Classic Amplified. And Jesus answered them, Truly I say to you, if you have faith, a firm relying trust, and do not doubt, you will not only do what's been done to the victory, but even if you say to the mountain, be taken up and cast into the sea, it will be done. Now I want to tell you, verse 22 ought to make you shout. That's it. It says, And whatever you ask in prayer, having faith, and really believing, you will receive. Wow. Wow. You could personalize that, honey. That's a great one to personalize. And that. whatever Lana asks for in prayer, having faith and really believing, she will receive. And whatever Melinda asks in prayer, having faith and really believing, she will receive. One more. And whatever Sonia asks in prayer, having faith and really believing, she will receive. Now, that sounds like a guarantee to me. Hallelujah. It really does. A guarantee. Now, personalize verse 21, 22 for you. That's it. For instance, and whatever Bev asking for in prayer, having faith and really believing, she will receive. And I'm not the only Bev. <laughs> That's, That's right. true. Yeah, Beverly. So let's talk about the scriptural guarantee. About your harvest. Mm -hmm. 
You know, in Galatians 6, 7, we talk about this a lot. Galatians 6, 7, this in the classic Amplified says, do not be deceived and deluded and misled. You know, God doesn't want us deceived, deluded and misled. It says God will not allow himself to be sneered at, scorned, disdained, or mocked by mere pretensions or professions or by his precepts being set aside. You know what? They can't be set aside. He inevitably deludes himself who attempts to delude God for whatever a man sows, that and that only is what he will reap. So it's not a question of if God is going to bless, it's only a question of when. And when I say that, the truth of the matter is, is if someone sows something that is, well, unrighteous, then the truth of the matter is, they will also reap that. It will be, it will end up being shown. So you will reap what you sow. You got to be, but the people on our call, we always know are going to reap the good stuff. Galatians 6, 9 in the New Living Translation says, so let's not get tired of doing what's good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessings if we don't give up. King James Version says it this way, let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. I'm telling you that it just makes it so clear, though, so clear in the... Um, Classic Amplified, but let's just personalize it real quick. And let Jonathan not be weary in well-doing, for in due season, Jonathan will reap if he faints not. Hallelujah. What should we be doing while we're waiting for our guaranteed harvest? We just taught about that on a Sunday night. There's a time to sow and a time to reap, and there's a time in between. So what do we do in that time in between? It can be important in determining our harvest, because in Ecclesiastes, 3, 1, it explains there is a time for everything, a season for every activity under heaven. Among many things, Ecclesiastes 3, 2 in the New Living Translation says a time to plant and a time to harvest. So here are five keys to receiving it just the right time for our guaranteed harvest. Number one, first things first. You know, we've discussed this a number of times even recently, but it's critical to our receiving, so it bears repeating. In Proverbs 3, 9, 3, 9, we are directed. It says, honor the Lord with your capital and sufficiency from righteous labor and with the first fruits of all your income. The scripture tells us what we should do and even what we should do with what we've got. Honor the Lord. We honor him with these first fruits of our income. Malachi 3.10, Contemporary English Version says, Bring the entire 10% into the storehouse so there will be food in my house. Then I will open the windows of heaven and flood you. I love that Contemporary English. Amen. Flood you with blessing after blessing. Amen. Now that sounds like a guarantee to me. Number two, first thing you should do. Matthew 6.33, 6.33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Is paying off your mortgage a thing? Is having all your debts paid in full a thing? Is having money to send your children or grandchildren to a proper university a thing? Is having a proper retirement income a thing? Then seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. We need to continually 
Well, we need to be continually in his presence and about his business. Matthew 6.33 is a proper scriptural progression to your guaranteed harvest. Contemporary English version says, but more than anything else, put God's work first and do what he wants and all the other things will be yours as well. Wow, that is so powerful. Number three, confess the word over your seed in the situation. I hope and I believe that everyone listening to us confesses <clears throat> truly not just over their seed and situation, but every day reading the word, getting it inside you and keeping you fired up. There are times when you just need to have your mouth tell your mind to hush up the negative thoughts. Seriously, the thoughts of your mouth can, well, they can bring a harvest that, you know, or they can bring a, a, a crop failure. And we want a big harvest for you. Yes, we do. It's critically, and for us too, it's critically important what we do between the time we sow a seed and the time we reap a harvest. We need to speak to the seed. Proverbs 18, 21, 18, 21, Message Bible says it. Words kill, words give life. They're either poison or fruit you choose. So we need to be speaking to that harvest. Lord, we thank you. We thank you that the seed planted will bring about the expected result that we put in your hands because you cannot, you can do anything but fail. That's right. Speak words of doubt and you're going to, well, you're not going to reap that harvest. But you speak words of faith and you will receive what the Lord had put in his word so you could receive. And that's a guaranteed harvest. It is. It's just, we just don't need to, you know, just don't need to blunder into something silly. And that's it. take it up if you find yourself doing and say no in the name of Jesus. That's it. I rebuke those words. I plant life. Number four, be bold in spite of your circumstances. There you go. The lady once said to me that her debt was too big to be paid off. Hmm. I told her that when David looked at Goliath, he wasn't concerned about how big the giant was. There you go. Because he knew how big his God was. There you go. Perspective. That's it. You got a mountain of bills, then confess Mark 11, 23. Mm-hmm. And whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Think of that. Speak Don't, to that mountain of That's that. it. Don't stop talking to your mountain. Until it's gone. Blind Bartimaeus cried out to Jesus. Even those those around him tried to stop him. You can read about it in Mark 10, verses 46 to 52. Mark 10, 46 to 52. But because of his faith, Bartimaeus received his miracle, and so can you. We must have boldness in claiming and confessing the guaranteed promises of God. Psalm 23.1, 23.1, classic amplifier. Lord is my shepherd. To feed, guide, and chill me, I shall not lack. Hallelujah. Here's another hallelujah scripture. Psalm 23.1, 23.1. In God's word translation, this makes it really, it just, it just brings it home. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. I am never in need. Hallelujah. In that same scripture, Psalm 23, 1, and the King James said, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. No matter which translation you use, 
Sounds like a guaranteed S. That's it. Number five, keep the blessing flow going. You know, don't under, under, underestimate the enemy because he will use time to defeat you, to contain and neutralize your faith and your seed. He'll try to convince you to stop tithing, stop giving in the interim. That's the wrong thing to do. When you stop your giving, the windows of heaven close over your life, and that is the only way the enemy wins. Look, child of God, your right time is coming. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. So don't get weary, like it said, in your well-doing. And hold on to Isaiah 40, 29. God gives us so many, so many scriptures. It says he give a power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. So get ready to shout. Here's another guarantee. Isaiah 40, 31. I know you know it. Isaiah 40, 31, this in the Amplified. But those who wait on the Lord, who expect, look for, and hope in him, shall change and renew their strength and power. They shall lift their wings and mount up close to God as eagles, mount up to the sun. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint or become tired. Honey, that's because our salvation is guaranteed. Our promises are guaranteed. Yes. And so is our hearts. Yes. Can and yours too. say hallelujah? Hallelujah, honey. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. And Ooh. until tomorrow morning at 830 Eastern, God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. We love you. We appreciate you. God bless you. Bye-bye.